his fears He ain't got no strokes game And he don't handle his business But I rock your body Rock I rock your body Rock
girl, big personality, queen of spice in the building. It's Wednesdays. It is a fresh vibe today. It's beautiful out. I don't got my allergies because I was nearly dying last week. Anybody who was in contact with me, they they saw it. And like, it was crazy. They were like, you got COVID? I'm like, nah, allergies. They were just like, nah, no. Word. Stand over there. Yeah. Well, before we actually get okay. speaking, no, um, I do want to introduce my very special guest today. We got the ism. <laughs> this is um, from what I know, Newark. Yes. From Newark. Um, yes, ma'am. Born and raised. Um, Newark, and then I moved around. Okay. I moved around. So I was in Newark. I was in East Orange, Irvington, Plainfield. I also lived in Patterson. Um, shout out to Patterson. Shout out I'm to Patterson. Patterson. Always. Yes. Word. So then, you know, um, I was on um, on uh, Patterson Ave over there by was it Cluckie Chicken or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the ism. Yes. How are you feeling today? I'm actually, to be honest, I was really looking forward to this all week, and I felt like like. I feel like when you put your goodwill intention and energy into something that you really want to be successful, that's what it's going to be. Facts. And I've seen your interviews, but we never met in real life until today. Yes, that part. So that is true. That is yeah, very and, true. And and like we yo, like it's there, like it's there, like the energy. Like Oh. Senora Mendoza all day, like, what's up? Like, Thank you. Don't play with me, like, don't play with me. I love this, I love this. But, um, yeah, but I, I really want to thank you for having me on. Oh, of course, thank you for um, coming on. Absolutely. Thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. Like, after, like, I saw Will's um interview and I was kind of jealous. I was like, yo, like, she's mad I'm cool. Jelly. Like, I'm jelly. Like, no, nah, like, for real, though. Hey. I was like, yo, I'm mad jealous. Like, I was, um, hi, um, I wanted to know if I could come on the show. No, that part, I mean, the end of the day. But I did, though. I, like, I really did that, though. Yeah, like, it's about yeah. building a community, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And to me, it's like, there's so many local, like, artists that are actually really close to us. And I feel mm -hmm. like with my show, I want it to be a positive platform for right. people to come on. Right. You know, people like you, you're a DJ. Um, I have people that are rappers, singers, business owners. Like, I want to mm -hmm. be, I want my platform to be like, you, you seen the Mina Mendoza show? You never seen the Mina Mendoza show? Yo, you gotta get on the Mina Mendoza show. Like, I want that type of vibe forever. Like, Word. I'm manifesting that shit too. Word. All right, Word. let's give these shout outs to the, let's see who's in the check-in right now. Yo, shout out to Blee. Shout out to my cousin Mealy. Yeah, my cousin Mealy, stay loyal. And oh, Shout out to the Sagittarius herself, yo, Amanda. Yo, listen, yo, Sag is in the building. Listen, Linda, listen. Sag He's a Sagittarius. He's a Sagittarius. Yo, who's ever Sag in the chat? Drop the, drop the, drop the emoji in the chat. Hey. What's up? Yeah. Drop the arrow. Kaplow, what's up? <laughs> I love this. I love this. So yeah, guys, and um, I do want to do a couple quick shout outs just because um. I always feel like I want to do that in my shows, but I right. always forget because I do talk a lot. So I do want to shout out. Shout out to Blackjack Mulligans. Um, shout out to Nikki, the bartender from Blackjack Mulligans. Yo, she looked out for um, me and Amanda last night. Gave us a great-ass night out. So, Nikki, if um, you're watching this or you get to watch this later... I am so happy that I made your night. <laughs> it was like so crazy. So check this out, Ism. I was mm. literally at the bar, right? It was like me and my girl, man, that we're just chopping it up, shooting the shit. Like, yeah. just like catching up, you yeah. know? Yeah. So like, we do our classics, like just a pickle jack, a pick, chicken, bleh. 
pickleback shot and a mm-hmm. beer. And then I don't know what happens. Sometimes I feel like with people, they just need kindness. Like, yeah. when you seriously can mm-hmm. ask a person, how are you, and genuinely mean that, like, so that could be a lot That's for powerful. someone. It is. Like, you know, it's just like, and me, I'm not just going to say that and mm-hmm. not care about it. Like, I'm genuinely right. saying it because I care. Like, hey, right. like I want to know how your day is. Right. So I didn't ask her that, but I complimented her because... I don't know. Like, I just looked at her ring. She had an engagement ring. I was like, oh, like, did you just get engaged? And then she was like, oh, my God, like, no. And, like, just her getting excited. Like, she Mm. literally looked at me and Amanda. She was like, these are on me. I was like, okay. I was like, thank you, Nikki. Thank you. And then she comes back. These are on me again. I was just like. So, shout out to Nikki. Yo, shout out to Nikki from Blackjack Mulligans. Um. And, like, she literally came back and she was like, I just want to say that, like, you made my night. Like, yeah. you are vibrating off such positive energy. Yeah. And I just, I guess, absorb it, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. just thank you for that. And it's true. Like, kindness goes a long way. It really does. And, like, thing, like I've, I've realized, like, that's why, like, I... I I try to leave with my best person. Yeah. You know, not not my representative, but who I actually really am. Mm-hmm. Because like some like we don't know what people are going through. We don't know what people are experiencing. Facts. And you cracking a joke, you smiling, you you know the one thing can reshape somebody's entire day, night, moment, evening. Yeah, on me. Yeah, on me again. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you. You shipped it, her whole shit, so she had to bless you. So shout out to Nikki. Yeah, shout out to Word. Nikki. Shout out to Nikki. Beer, 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 beer. That part. <laughs> I love it. Yo, I'm, I'm, I love I'm, it. I'm a oh, mess. Oh, damn, yo. We got my cousin Billy. She's out here like, oh, damn, I need a Nikki. <laughs> yo, Word, right? Like, yo, listen, Linda, listen. Yo, definitely yo. Shout, shout her out. She definitely. Hey. <laughs> yo, don't get me started. Yes, I'm a mess. yes. I'm loving this energy, though. All right, so. The ism. Yes, ma'am. You gotta tell me mm-hmm. why this name. Like, mm-hmm. what's up? Like, where did it come from? What I does wish it I mean? had some. I, I really okay. To be honest, um, on the back of Erica Badu's Mama's Gun album, if you flip it over, mm-hmm. it's a picture of her, and on the picture it says, "What's your ism?" And I was like, "Oh, that's it." But. The ism represents everything that I kind of um, soldiered through and warred against and sometimes lost and sometimes won, but I still find it somewhere within me to keep going. Yes. You know, and, and everything that I had to fucking beat down to get here, like, that that developed, you know, me, me moving all the way to Atlanta to start all the way over again, to have them move back home to start all over again. Yeah. And then, well, who am I now? You know, like, I've I've been this person where, like, you know, I was trying to be safe and shit, but now it's like I'm getting a little older. I'm tired of not, you know, using pronouns in my songs. I'm, I'm tired I love of that feeling you like, you know that. what I'm saying? Like, I want you to continue, but like, yeah. I do love that you said that. Like, we, Thank it you. is a different world where we have to not, I catch myself, we have to be very gender neutral, you know? Yeah. So I love that. Yeah, and, and, and then just for me, like, being a black gay man, like, I feel like I, I've, I never gave myself space to be proud of myself. Aww. And to like, if I, I want to say he in this song, I'm going to say he. If I want to say dick, I'm going to say dick. Like, why do I have to feel like 
I'm gonna shame Tender everybody myself. and everybody's gonna turn yeah. on me because I'm because I decided to be myself for once. I love that. You know, so yeah, that's, I was about to that's say, what can the, we get a hand yeah, clap that, for is um that was <laughs> I'm that, like, that, I'm like, <laughs> You look like the Snapchat filter, that filter that everybody's like sad, like yo, I'm dead. Yo, but I love this though. Like that yeah. was so beautiful because it's like the fact that you made a statement like that, that's powerful. Yeah. Like that is powerful and kudos to you for feeling you. confident and just coming out like that. Like that's it took beautiful. Me a long time, sis. Like it took a long time. Yeah. Like I don't I don't okay, the turning point was the post nightclub shooting. In um, Florida? Yeah. Okay. That's when it was all right, fuck it. Like we can't keep being silent. And like you know, allowing shit to happen and not saying anything, not um, not lending our voice and our spirit to you know to like a cause. Mm-hmm. And something told me to download the um, the instrumental to Energy by Drake, and I wrote and I wrote it out and I came out and I put it out and I was, was all right. Well, that's it. I guess I'm I'm. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Like ain't nobody gonna book my gas, but. <laughs> Done. And then and then I started doing house like like it's just been yes. so it's yeah like my I'm grateful for my trajectory even though sometimes I still feel like it ain't you know huh? but it let me hear it let me you know um, all over um, it's just hitting me like my whole shit is like going through my mind and it's like. Like, this is where we at now. Yeah. On the Mina Mendoza show, that Spicy part. Wednesdays, what's up with that part? So, quick question, love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a mess, I'm sorry. It's okay. So, you are a DJ. Do you consider yourself any other? I am an alternative hip hop artist. I love that. Okay. Who just so happens to. Shout out to my brother, Unusual. Shout out um, to Unusual. Uh. Me, hermano, mi loco, all of that. Um, I had a gig, and I didn't want to just go and just play my beats and just rap. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to experiment with that type of shit that he was doing at the beat shows and shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, bro, like I've been, I've been trying to do like this, like effect rack, but it's not working. Mm-hmm. So he set it up for me. Mm-hmm. I did my show. It was at QXT's twenty eighteen. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um. And after that, that shit turned me on. I was like, ooh, well, I guess I'm going to be doing this. And then mm-hmm. people started saying, oh, I didn't know you were a DJ. And I was like, I'm not a DJ. But what I'm doing is technically DJing. The DJ life chose me. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it did because I bought that motherfucking controller today. Yo, I damn sure bad. did. So, yeah. Yes. It's a will be DJing near you the very vibes. soon. <laughs> All the vibes. Shit. All the vibes. I will house you for real. And yes, I see we got Ernesto in the building. Shout out to Ernesto, yeah. baby. Thank you for checking yeah. in. So, quick question. All right. Yeah. So, how long? How long can you say you've been DJing for? What? Since two thousand eighteen. DJing, I would say twenty eighteen. But I, but I, I started making beats in two thousand four. Okay. I've been writing all my life. Okay. But I've been, but I, I started making beats in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. I put out my first mixtape in twenty twelve. My first album in twenty thirteen. Yes. The subtitle album that's coming out later this year will be my ninth. Okay. So from 2012 through now, I've been releasing music and like performing and being the ism. 
Yes. But the DJing aspect of things came around when I when I kind of said, okay, I'm gonna do this house record. Mm-hmm. But I gotta do some cool shit, cause like I don't want to be up there like, oh, uh, yeah. body, face, all that. like I'll be like, fucking giving it to you, like, yeah, cause, cause it it adds something else to just watching somebody just stand there and like, you know, perform at you, like I'm, I'm giving you like my whole body when I'm turning these knobs and I'm yeah. like, like, like I'm giving you everything. And that's true. Like you could definitely like even like how you describe that. Anybody who's been to like a house event. Oh yeah, you already um, know. You put your whole body. In. Exactly. You feel the music. You feel the vibrations. Yeah. You could feel what the DJ is giving you. Um, I, well, okay. So when you DJ, are mm-hmm. are you a vinyl person or just? I actually um, just bought some vinyl yesterday. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm a I vinyl mean, whore. I love vinyl. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and when when I decided to and to piggyback on what we. We're talking about mm-hmm. that we said we were going to get into. Are we going to get into that now, or do you want to set that up first? We'll set that up. All right, cool. Um, I did my research, and it was like, okay, well, I don't want to mimic what they did, mm-hmm. but I can. But what I learned from the OGs, okay, cool. But I'm gonna put my own little spin on it, and I'm gonna play the keys myself and play my own bass lines. Wow. And, and so, so you do it yourself. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. In the house was half and half. Half samples, half me. Okay. But uh, Black Boy, Wonder Man, that was all me. All the piano, the bass lines, the, all, all, that was all me. That's amazing. And to be able to do that. Yeah. Like, I that's, that's, that's everybody's favorite album for me. So okay. that's why people think I'm a house artist. Yeah. Because I was pushing that shit for the past two. <laughs> I mean, it's fire. It's fire. Like then I dropped another one. Yeah. So that that you know, because my whole thing was we were coming out of lockdown. Mm -hmm. Like the self-titled album, it's a little heavy, and it's very beat heavy. It's very kind of mid-tempo. We want something like something. Oh no, it's heavy. It's heavy. This whole like my. Shout, shout out to me, cause I produced the fuck out of this album, okay? Um, I'm done. Pure, pure, pure facts. Um, so I guess, I I guess you would say that I really started paying attention to what I was doing 2019. Okay. And then that was when people started saying, "Oh, I didn't know you DJ." Mm-hmm. I don't specifically DJ. Oh, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Yeah. But in that moment, it. In, in my mind, I just wanted to do something cool. Okay. So people would remember me. So when it comes to being in this industry, who are mm. people that you feel like you look up to? Oh, Common. Common. That's my sensei, Most Def. Uh, now known as Yasin Bey, Talib Kweli, Gene mm. Gray, Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple. Tori Amos. Yes. Uh, Janet Jackson. That's the ultimate sensei. Janet told me about sex. She she told me about love. She told me about you know how sometimes like we don't really feel like the greatest thing of all times, and sometimes we we like we want to feel special and we want to feel that. Yeah. Like without money and material things being attached to that. Mm-hmm. Like I learned a lot from Janet, not just like musically. Like I learned like a lot. Um, Man, I think I think that's pretty much it. I'm I'm really into like all different types of music. Okay. So it's hard to be like, oh, this genre raised me. Nah, like 
I went from R and B to house to top forty. A whole bunch of from pieces. Like all that, yeah. Molded. Yeah, like I can, I can. We can do a whole. Marvin Gaye playlist and switch yes. it up and then go to the Backstreet Boys. I can do that too. I love like, Backstreet I'm Boys. The, okay. Wait, Backstreet or Backstreet NSYNC? or NSYNC? I was about oh. to ask you. You first. Ah, uh, damn. And I, yeah, I'm judging you already. Ah, I'm gonna be real. Uh, I mean, I'm always gonna be real. If I had Thanks. to really choose, I'm gonna choose NSYNC. But one thing, I don't like Justin Timberlake right now. I don't like how he um, shamed Britney. I, I'm not about that because I am pro Britney Spears. And, and I'm pro Janet. So so, <laughs> so this is a whole alliance right here. Yes. Also pro Britney. Justin, we ain't forget. Yep, I, we ain't forget. We ain't forget. Just because you were with Timberland, that was cool, but we ain't forget. <laughs> I'm done. Because right. Justify was a fire-ass album, but we didn't forget. All right, so let's keep things neutral, love. So, like, we're going to transition into the next question. So my next question for you is, like, when it comes for, like, these, like, beats or, like, you know, what you, how you get into, like, in that focus mode musically. Mm-hmm. How does that happen for you? Do you feel like it comes in phases? Do you feel like it has to be night? Does it have to be day? Like, how do you plan yourself to make music? It's it's not planned now. And sometimes it does come in waves. Yeah. Like, some, like sometimes it'll... The new album hit me. I'm getting knocked in the face with song after song, mm-hmm. day after day after day, and then it I'm stops. I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> I'm fighting for my life. I'm dead. It, it comes and it comes and then just stops. Yeah. And then it's like, I be feeling lost. Like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. oh my God, like, please, like, talk to me, say something. Yeah. Um, it depends. Like, I could, I could be on the bus and, you know, people could be having a conversation on the bus and it would give me a, a concept for a song. And then I go home and I'm like, hmm. And then something might come, something something might not come. Mm-hmm. But it's never like, oh, I'm gonna write a sit in it today. Yeah. It was more so like I just came from seeing my grandmother who has dementia. I know she's dying and I'm really sad. I kinda wanna escape. Maybe I'll work on a beat. Yeah. And then that's how some of the songs are born, me seeking like some sort of positive escaping instead of doing something that's gonna, you know, destroy me. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, I love the fact that you said it comes in waves because mm-hmm. I feel like when you're like an art, like an artist, mm-hmm. I feel like you see art everywhere. Like Absolutely. there's no limit, you know. Yeah. So, like to me, I could see, um, I could see stuff on the floor and think it's art. Mm-hmm. You can make it into art. Mm-hmm. You could sounds are art. Sometimes mm-hmm. you could just close your eyes and be outside and just take that as like I love doing that. Like hearing things is so peaceful. I'll go outside like one, two o'clock in the morning and just sit there. I can't do that. I'm a woman. I can't right. be like you're saying, like we can't I'm, do that. We you should be that. able to, and that's kind of fucked up. Like that's not even funny. We like that's kind of fucked up. We should, but, but it's dangerous. You know. But I mean, if I had dangerous. two dogs, I would so do it. Or, or th- I need that energy, like two 
large pit bulls. Like if I walk down the street with two large pit bulls, oh, you ain't approaching me. You. you are not approaching nah, me. At all. Too too big dog energy. That's what I need. Like walking down <laughs> too big the dog street. Energy, like right. who? I, when I see people, especially a woman, hold, like holding two Rottweilers, I'm I'd like, like yeah, girl. <laughs> Facts that and like no one's messing with you. Nah, nobody, nobody is messing with you. So not yeah. At all. But can I have two big ass dogs? Nah, in my house. That's nah. too much. That's a lot. One was enough for me. Yeah. Rest in peace, King. I miss Aww. you. But um, one was enough. Yes. <laughs> what the do? Yo, rest in peace, DMX. Yo, rest I was in like, that's peace DMX. to the dog, that's DMX. That's DMX man. voice. And one thing about DMX, be, and it's crazy because I just asked you that question. Something I do know about DMX, and this is the reason why. And this is actually being in the moment. This is the reason why I ask anybody who comes on this question, like, mm-hmm. what inspires you to make music? Mm-hmm. Because one thing that I did learn about DMX, interesting fact, is um, that when he makes music, he mm-hmm. makes music in the dark. Like, he has to be in pitch black darkness in order to make music. So wow. when I learned that, I was like, wow. Like, I mean, there's no right or wrong way to make right. music, but, but to learn something so unique. I was like, I wonder what puts other people in the mood. Like, what makes them happy? Like, mm-hmm. they're, everybody's different. Everybody's going to be unique. So that's where I always get curious. Like, what mm-hmm. inspires you? How do yeah. you get into that, like, motivation part? So I love yeah. your answer. It was Thank very, you. like... Just, I love it. All right, so when it, so tell me like your experiences. So mm-hmm. like, have you like put out your track? And like, let's get like spicy with it too. Like when okay. it comes to like, I'm done with the spice. Yeah, like I feel like when when you're like able to answer like honestly, has you ever encountered anything in the music industry that you just feel like it ain't it? Um, not in that way, but. I did have an experience. Um, I will never forget this for as long as I live because it shaped how I dealt with people going forward. Okay. I was uh, um, invited to come to a studio session. Mm-hmm. There was a gentleman there that my friend knew who had, you know, been in the industry. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, he's gay too. He's black. All right, you know. I mean, you know, go see what's up. You know, maybe I could learn something, boom, or whatever. Yeah. Um, he looked me in my face and he said, well, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it's like, it, it just kind of feels like you're selling to the gays and they're just not buying it. So, you know, maybe you need to like, you know, you know this person? No. And that was my first time meeting him. And they just gave maybe you, you the two like, cents you know, like that? Maybe you need to rebrand. You I'm know, like, that's maybe aggressive. Maybe change, like, you know, your look or something. You know, work on your body. And then maybe, like, you know, they might buy it. But they, they, I just, I don't I don't get it. I'd be like, who are you? I was like, okay. But then I respect your opinion, though. But that ass, who are you? Yo, who is this guy? Uh, Who's friends all, with this person? I wish, I wish that I had had the balls to be like, yeah, I'm sorry. And what have you done? Yo, facts. Like I'm, I'm the. Because you I'm gotta keep one. your composure at all times. That's Cause, I like just that's my boy. That. Like I didn't want to embarrass yeah. him because he he trying to put me on. But I'm like, bro, like I had a Spike Lee placement in 2015, and you trying to tell me I'm trash? Like, Ooh. okay, that's cool. But but Spike Lee told me I was dope, so I don't give a fuck about what you say. Yeah, and I look. I, I said, okay. Thank you for that. And then after that, um, I worked on Wonderment. And then yeah, it's 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 been crazy 
since then. So thank you, sir. Your bitch ass. <laughs> like you, like he really Dang. tried to break my spirit, and like he, like he looked me in my eyes. Like I'm he dead. tried to break me. But what does that mean that you're trying to sell to the gays? That's where I get confused. Said, I'm very conflicted with that statement. That's a that's very aggressive to say. And Especially like when you don't there, know that person. Yeah. Yo, respectfully, I would be like, to your friend, I'd be like, yo, like, I'm always down to have my friends in studio time, but, like, respectfully, like, we need people that are going to be supportive. Like, if you want to give right. me feedback, cool, but, like, yeah. that that's, I feel like that could have been worded a little bit differently. Or no, I would have been like, can you elaborate bullshit. more on that? Like, what's that mean? I was in We're the studio. We're on the same team, bro. Like, right. what the fuck? I was I'm I was offended. in the studio with another artist who was Yeah. I guess a lot more attractive yeah, yeah, yeah. than I was. And he said all of these wonderful things about him, but then he gets to me and he's like, Yeah, they're just not buying it. So maybe if you rebrand or, you know, you work on your body or something, like, but yeah, you should just like Think about what you want to do. You don't even go here. Have the, you ever like, seen you, you don't even go here. <laughs> it's like, like, are you serious? <laughs> so, Yo, but, but I cannot. It, it fucked with me. I cannot. It fucked with with me, and it's not always about people in the industry trying to fuck you and like that type of stuff. But there are people who will really try to break you and break your spirit and make you feel like you don't have what it takes because you don't come in the packaging that the you know, big folk do. But you need like, people like that, though. You can't be, I, I guess, in the end of the day, like, you can feel offended, but you, I truly believe that you need people sometimes to, like, think that way of you. Right. That's just going to make me go harder. To me, it's like, if you're going to keep doubting me and mm -hmm. want to doubt me, mm -hmm. that's going to make me want to just go harder. Like, I'm be like, now I have more ammunition so to that prove ass out. you wrong. So, if anything, like I get it. Thank mm. you for your feedback, but right. now I know I have to destroy you. I right. must destroy which is, you. Which is what I did in retrospect. Um, but yeah, um, you know what? I'm gonna say it here. I'm actually glad that he did that, and yeah. I never said that because it hurt me. Um, but I'm glad because once I got over what he said. Mm -hmm. It, it it was like okay, so what am I gonna do now? And then that was when I started on my house journey fart on it. and researching. Literally fart on it, fart on it, and be like, yeah. "Yo, have a nice day." Respect. Enjoy that, bro. Mm. Mm -mm. Had to Super nice and Taco Belly too on a. I'm dead. That's like terrible. That. And you know what's crazy? I went to Taco Bell the other day, mm -hmm. and um, I noticed that they're not the same anymore. I haven't had Taco Bell in years. No. So, so, so I wouldn't no, know. No, they're just not the same anymore. But like in terms of yeah. like presentation or in terms of like the actual quality I mean, of honestly, the food? I mean, honestly, I don't even want to go into it. I feel like that's like another conversation. I w All right, we're going to stick to the interview because sometimes I could throw myself off, love. The facts, and I will go with you. So, yes. yeah. All right, love. So let's. So the last question I asked you is like music that inspires you. Mm -hmm. Also some spiciness, which thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Um, another oh, question. Spice queen, like that on. part is not bland. It's like, not bland. It's not at all. So, <laughs> so, tell me about it. All right, I want to hear. Have you ever like so when your song plays, right? Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen someone dance in a way that just didn't go with your song? Absolutely. Can you mimic that? 
like what you okay, saw because um, I feel like house music is so eclectic that it's like I'm curious just people just do, do what they want so let me know what did you see so I was um, <clears throat> I was in a group with my brother Unusual Dark mm-hmm. Alley Echoes shout out to Unusual hey. and we were performing um, somewhere in Brooklyn and I was doing Selecta and I opened my eyes and this white girl was like <laughs> You know what you look like? You know, like when someone's advertising for a store and like the the wind that blow up money that's just like... Oh, 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 yeah, the joint, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, that was totally her. Offbeat, the whole song. But you know what? Shout out to her. her. She probably felt mad good. I gave her all the vibes. Yeah. Because for you to be like, girl, like, girl, you Comfortable. You know. You're comfortable. You offbeat. But it's all right. (laughs) <laughs> because it's house. I see you. It's all right. But you know what? It's I okay. It's and, okay. And, and guess what? Yes. Once she got up, then everybody else did too. So, yes. Yeah, so, and shout out to all of the people that can dance that dance. Facts. We love y'all. We love you Word. Yes. And I love that. And that's why I feel like I do, not because I can't dance, but like, mm-hmm. that's why I feel like I do love house music Word. because it's such a, safe place for people and yes that, that's why i started I, doing it i can't i can't tell you this i have mm-hmm. never been out of i remember first of all if we're gonna be completely transparent Always. if it wasn't for house music my son would have never been born mm. not that i needed that but you know shout out to um this father of my son because you know we're cool cool we're cool cool parents that's how Word. you gotta parent kids you gotta Word. be cool cool parents peace to him but my first date with him mm-hmm. facts on everything he was like, it was my first time meeting him. And I remember, not first time, but it was my first time taking him serious. And he mm-hmm. was like, all right, I'm going to take you out. Yo, I had him waiting for four hours. Four hours. I think I was just going to flake on him. I don't know. And I was like, damn, he still want to chill with me. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be up with you right now. Because <clears throat> I'd have been like, block. Yo, oh, fast. I was like, but he still wanted to hang out with me. So yeah. I'm like. He's okay. determined. Okay. So I remember he was like, well, since it's late, I don't know. Let's just go to Brooklyn. I remember it was mm-hmm. crazy. I was just like, we went to um, an Argentinian restaurant. I ordered a whole steak and three empanadas, right? A whole last steak. I ate four bites of the empanadas and got full. I couldn't explain to you what happened to my body, but I feel like I was eating with my eyes. So yes. I was like, damn. I, I do that all the time. But ism, I felt mad embarrassed. Cause I was like, damn, I just ordered mad food and I'm not about to eat it at right. all. So I'm like, yo, and this is our first date. Yeah. But I was like, all right, whatever, fuck it. Except me, take me as I am. This is, I, I'm not doing it on purpose. So I think he got pissed and mm. was like, yo, you want to go to a club? <laughs> I swear to God. I was like, what? You want to go to a club? Okay. Takes me to Output. Have you ever been to Output? Heard of Output, never been. Well, it's not Output no more. Now, it, I don't know what it's called, but it's on With Ave in Brooklyn. Shout mm. out to them, because if it wasn't for that, <laughs> yo, I went there, and the first thing that I noticed that was different, they were like, mm. Your phone, they put a sticker on your camera. So you weren't allowed to film and take wow. pictures. If you film right. and take pictures, you get kicked out the club. Mm-hmm. So that right there, first experience with that. I was I like, whoa. That. And then I went in there, and then it was like, do, 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 do. And it turns out that output, the reason why I made it so famous, they had a $500,000 sound system. Like, yo, like those walls were vibrating. And I ain't gonna lie, you know. 
we did some stuff like we did some drugs and right. you know because it goes hand in hand you know I, I don't have no shame you yeah. know I feel like it's part of the culture yeah. you just don't abuse it right and um yeah all I know like is like you can't go to output and like not drop yeah I know I popped like, one and my and whole life changed whole, you good. well I met people from Germany I met mm-hmm. people from South Africa all in one night mm-hmm. all in one club mm-hmm. stayed there till like 7 in the morning yes and like yo shout yes. out to um again shout out to the father of my son shout out to Stephanie who's actually um there is a stepmom like they're all part of like the house music culture Word. like this whole shit like it's all a vibe it's all a community you know Word. what I mean absolutely so one thing about it is like that's something that I am grateful for but yeah. see that was my first experience with house music like Word. and because of that my son loves house music like mm-hmm. we used to put him to sleep to house music wow yeah like I, and it's, I think it has to do with the vibrations yeah and like the frequency it really does relax you and that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying like those beats going back to what we're saying like when you hear those beats it makes someone comfortable you can hear those beats and be like and close your eyes and mm-hmm. it's like you're dancing mm-hmm. in your room mm-hmm. and also, there's no look in that environment mm-hmm. and culture. It's like mm-hmm. you, every time you go to a house music club, if, listen, if you're going there in heels and a dress, you don't you're belong fucked. here. You're fucked. You wear your most fucked up sneakers you because you're going to dance and sweat. The whole night. Facts. Facts. So, uh, that, that, Facts. That cute blouse or whatever, that's $200. Done. Wear a fucking t-shirt. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. You're going to sweat it out and then then you're going to be upset because mm-hmm. you wore your cute shirt. Facts. That got wet that. in an hour. Because it's going to be packed. Yes. Yes. But it's a whole vibe, though. It's, it's a, whole a whole vibe. vibe. It's like, a whole yeah, vibe. It's mad people, but everybody is just in rapture. And <sighs> I think that was... Once I once I did the, the Dark Alley Echoes project mm-hmm. and the Selector song had you know, kind of started doing something. Yeah. It was like, what What makes me happy? Am I always sad? Do I always hate life? Do I always hate myself? What makes me happy? Mm-hmm. House music makes me happy. Facts. I'm going to do a house album. Music is the answer. I'm just saying. Danny Tadegla said it best to the 90s. Music is truly the answer. Oh, love this. I'm loving this so much. And shout out to Will White, who's actually in the check-in. He said, you're amazing. Will. Peace to Will. Yes, forever. mad love to Will, Will White. Will started booking me at QXTs, actually. that That's why I love Will so much and, and, and like, why he's like a part of like you're cool well my like trajectory like coming back from atlanta mm-hmm. um he was one of the first people to to give me a chance I, I i think i did the open mic at qxt's yes and i think he reached out to me or maybe after i got off stage he was like yo like would you like to feature and i was like yeah hey. then he let me throw like curate my first show like wills like wills shout out wills to will down, shout out man. to yeah, will man. for giving people yeah. chances that's yeah. that's the that's the energy we need that's the type of vibe we want right. you know right. like and i think it's just that. important to have people like that in your circle and in in your community and around you because it's not about i'm doing this because i want something out of it but i'm doing it because i really want you to win that part i don't know what you just that shit resonates with me so hard it's like that's how you know who really is fucking with you mm-hmm. like who really supports you right. who's really your friend when it's not about what you're gonna gain from it? Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, if it's about a money situation, I feel like you know, respectfully, we all right. need to eat. Right. But in the end, part is like it's not about 
who's better it's like mm-hmm. genuinely i want to like be part of mm-hmm. your growth like yeah. i want to help you yeah. and you, you can tell that part genuinely like mm-hmm. if you're gonna use that word you have to truly like facts put the right feeling behind it facts yeah and shout out to will shout out to will for giving word, you a chance it, it takes someone to be very like vulnerable and accepting yeah and shout out to will yeah shout out to will white absolutely <laughs> to, to everybody that's ever booked me for anything shout out to all of y'all for real that part that part you know just saying yes all right so let's continue this interview love so i'm curious like what do we got going on like any type of future events like what do we have going on yikesies uh <laughs> um Excuse me, I'm doing a Juneteenth show. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Juneteenth. This Saturday, uh, this Saturday mm-hmm. um, on Broad Street in Newark um, at the Source of Knowledge with my Evolu Culture family. Shout out to my Evolu Culture family. Yes. Um, we got that. I saw that, the shirt. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, yeah. I, I know that sounds familiar. I yeah. pay attention. I pay attention. Yeah, I am. Uh, they they uh, asked me to be their brand ambassador, which yes. I'm very, very uh, proud to be. It's an honor. Um, so shout snap, out to snap. my Evolu family. Um, the day after, on Sunday, mm-hmm. I dropped the first single for the next album. Okay. Uh, Slicker than your average. Um, Slicker I, than your average. Yes, oh, I like that. Uh, what a show wise. Oh my God. Uh, on the 25th, I'm gonna be at the Sampler with Derek Braxton and DJ West. Ooh. It is going to be my first time actually DJing a set. Um, like, 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 really DJing, like, Ew. for real, for real. Yes. Um, oh, he busy. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna give you my whole calendar. <laughs> Linda, listen. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just really um preparing for this new era that I'm gonna come into with like this next record and everything, and just mm-hmm. kind of um giving myself the liberty to really be myself and my full self, not just the self around Mina and the self around Will and the self around it. No, you're gonna get me as it is and that's just that. Yeah. And and that's okay. That, you know, you know, I may not walk along the same path as everybody else does, but the love in my heart and the love that I show is real. Yes. And that's it, Linda. That's it. Like it's a lot of stuff coming up, but that's just like. And this is all like, in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the sampler is in Brooklyn. That is uh, June twenty fifth. Um, I'm gonna be dropping that flyer soon. Uh, the single comes out on Sunday. Um, yeah, I I keep I keep myself kind of involved. As you should. Because um, one, it it keeps my my mind you know because it's, you're focusing it's a lot okay here, man i believe you know? it i believe so it i feel it, it. Me, <laughs> i feel it yeah i and, feel it and it's not big and i'm not out here fucking so it's not like i'm putting that energy somewhere so like all of that anxiety that sadness and that mm-hmm. everything like i just put it into i i try to get something positive out of it okay so yeah all right love that and um one thing that i definitely um so when you do these events in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. who are you working with? Uh, myself or um, uh, Chris Carr and uh, Chris. Shout out to Chris Carr, <laughs> Melissa Hunter Gurney from Brooklyn Wildlife. Yes. Um, they've also been booking me for a fucking year, so it's like years, years. Okay. Um, they're um, 
like like pretty much through them yeah um unlike unless someone you know sees me at a show and says hey i really enjoyed you would you like to come and feature here that that's how a lot of my shows happen you know i I, if i have a suggestion you know Mm -hmm. and you don't have to take it at all um i would definitely try to reach out to the brooklyn mirage but for thursdays Mm -hmm. so one thing about the brooklyn mirage and what they do is that they have something called um morgana nights and like with morgana nights it's basically um so in the brooklyn mirage itself it's a beautiful event space beautiful like Mm -hmm. beautiful um all the DJs have performed there and mm-hmm. it even grabbed the attention of hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. That's how beautiful Drake has performed there, Christina Aguilera has performed there. Oh, shit. And this was when I tell you this like you ever heard like Hot 97 when they'd be like, Western beef. Like you know what I'm talking about? Yo, it's by the warehouse of Western Beef. That's why I was like, oh my God, like I know that word. But it was Shout out the, to Western Beef, because yeah, back part. in the day in the nineties, they held us the motherfucker down. Fucking first of the month. Major so shout sponsorship, out to Western Beef, bro. bro. Major sponsorship. But um Listen, what I'm trying to get at is that Brooklyn Mirage, they have these nights and it's called Morgana Nights. It mm-hmm. used to be every Thursday, but I guess now with like COVID restrictions is a little bit different. Yeah. But they yeah. bring on local DJs and what it is is like most of the time it's free mm-hmm. and it's amazing so I suggest anybody who's like into house music to definitely check out these nights especially if like you know you're tight in the pockets a little bit because house music events are expensive girl I spent 80 90 dollars on a ticket okay. and on a ticket and on the regular because it's a DJ because I watch somebody play music <laughs> no, facts, but it was, I don't, no regrets no regrets no regrets no regrets no regrets so no regrets but um <laughs> what was I gonna say I'm done with you so, yeah, like, I think you should reach out to them, love. I feel like I that. I will, I will. Get your music out there because I feel like when you play in that in a, an arena like that, and it's just like, be like, hey, it doesn't have to be today, but I, just so you know, I am available. Because I feel like your sound goes with that crowd. Thank you so much. Like, absolutely. That means a lot, yeah. like, for real, for real. Like, okay, because we didn't get there, and, and I want to tell you my house story. So let's talk about it. So when I decided that that I was going to do this house record, I said, okay, mm-hmm. what I'm not going to do is act like I know everything and go out there and have fucking egg all over my face because I didn't <laughs> do my what? My research. So I did my research, and this was months. I don't mean like I read a website here, heard a song there. No, I Larry LeVan, I found whatever he produced. I sat through it. Oh, that's the bass. Oh, 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 that's cool. That's cool. Ron Hardy. Ron Hardy. Oh, Ron Hardy was fine, too. Oh, God, mm. golly. Um, uh, ah. uh, Todd Terry, Tony Humphreys, Kerry Chandler, like, Danny, um, uh, Junior Vasquez. Oh, Junior Vasquez. Yeah, oh, my dropping God. dropping names. Um, so, yeah, I... Those were my senseis. Yes. And the first house song that I did by myself was Beat It. And Beat It is what you think Beat It is about. But spicy. See, I've been I've been trying to be it's not good. Not for the kids. <laughs> but yo, my mouth is spicy and I'm nasty as fuck. But I've been trying to be really, really good because I'm on me in the show, so I'm trying to be good. You feel I'm me? Dead. But um, you know. So, um, and I was so scared because I was like, yo, I'm talking crazy on the song. People not going to like it. And I promise you, every show I do, it lays everybody out. Hey. I was like, all right, cool. 
all right, I'm going to do this house record. Mm -hmm. And you would think that, like, oh, I was in, like, these great moods and I was happy and shit. I was sad as fuck. My grandmother, I was losing my grandmother. I felt like this family dynamic that I thought I had just was falling apart right in front of my face. And then... No, I'm still single, trying to get back out there. That shit's not working. And then, you know, trying to love myself and, you know, being in therapy and trying to work through things and then boom, boom, and then, all right, the album comes out and everybody loves it. And then what happens? Fucking COVID. I have this whole plan, sis. I was going to fuck the summer up. I was gonna go wherever the fuck I could, Philly, Florida, wherever I could go, I'm going. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, I'm bringing this shit with me. And COVID happened, and it took everything away from me. And it was like, you know what? One one thing it didn't take away, it didn't take my house. So I started to work on what was going to be the Mm follow-up, which is called In The House, which is actually out now. Okay. Um, then, but it didn't sound like wonderment, so it's trash. I don't like this. I don't like. It. I ain't putting it out, so I shelved it. And okay. then I started to work on the album that's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started realizing that people were kind of trying to trying to make it seem like, oh, stay doing that. Like, oh, because that's where you're comfortable with me being that. I'm not a threat to you if I'm in that space. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. But that's not the only thing that, that I do. House is a part of my life. House is like, I I grew up on, mommy was at Zanzibar, like by the speakers. Like, it's a part of my life. Yeah, it's a culture. It, it's, a, it's a lifestyle, it's a mindset. When when we say house music all lifelong, we really mean that shit like to the death. Like rain, sleet, snow, hell. Yeah, I'm in the house playing night crawlers. Hell yeah, I mm-hmm. am. B- because that's like I found even when I was sad, house gave me like happiness and it gave me purpose. So yeah, I'm gonna be out here doing whatever fucking show I can, going fucking crazy and DJing my sets. Hell yeah, that part. Cause I want the OGs to look down and be like, well done. I I want, if I ever meet Kerry Chandler or Todd Terry, well done, sir. Facts. That would mean so much to me. Danny uh, uh, Jr., that would mean so much to me. Because okay. like I I studied these people. I studied them. Yeah. They they were there when I wanted to kill myself. They were they were there when when I was hungry. They were there when I was trying to pay back back rent and couldn't get to the studio. Like they were there for me. Mm-hmm. So I feel obligated to be there for the people who 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 partake in my music and my and my walk of artistry. Whatever that may be, house, rap, boom, boom, da da da. Just, it's just, I want people to go after their shit. Yeah. Especially people like us. Yeah. Stick it, we stick don't, to we it. don't, we don't get people championing us and go, Mina, go, go after it, go, the, sew that dress, go, girl. Yeah. Even, even if it's crooked, go, girl, you'll fix it. That pattern cute though. Support. 
that fabric you cute though support. that little things like that make people feel like they can fucking do anything mm-hmm. so every show I do before I get done A go after your shit yes I don't care what, what it is if you wanna rap sew them dresses write, write that book go after your shit yes because at that. the end of the day when we leave, mm-hmm. it is all. It, it is only the the things that we've done that are going to outlive us. I and, love, yeah. And I want. I don't want to have been here, but I didn't leave anything behind. I love that. I love that, and definitely like what you said. Like it's true. It's a culture. Like Word. I. I can't lie and not felt. I can't lie and say that while, you know, Ism was talking, I didn't feel like waves of nostalgia. Like all I was thinking about is all the people I have met through house music and mm-hmm. I could just like shout out to my friend Omar and like I met Omar and Warley both mm-hmm. in the same night. We were at Output, I took my girl Christina out there mm-hmm. and Warley on his own is like, you know, is a beautiful, queer, like, amazing person. Omar, Mm -hmm. like, you wouldn't even think he's, you know, he's a therapist. He's Mm -hmm. a therapist. He runs his shit. Like, you know, but when it came to that night at the club, Mm -hmm. yo, we had so much fun. Mm -hmm. So, yo, we chilled the whole night. Um, I remember Mm -hmm. meeting Samuel at the Brooklyn Mirage at, like, 5.30 a.m. He's like, bitch, I love the way you dance. (laughs) And I was just like, I love you that's how it is at the like house events it's so accepting and like you know shout out to everyone that I have ever met on the dance floor shout out to anyone that like we locked eyes shout out to everyone like that's a whole vibe right there so Mm. like I respect everything you gotta say right now Mm -hmm. and we're gonna definitely um, get into like a break because we're gonna jump into the spicy hour before yes it's gonna definitely get spicy I've been fucking waiting so Ew. real quick we're gonna jump into your music so okay. um what i'm gonna do is just because i did like that beat so much we're gonna go ahead and bring back don't move but mm-hmm. then we're gonna follow up with is it is it yeah, yeah. That, that's anything my baby. anything you want to also like what i would recommend love because after this we are gonna jump into the spicy hour mm-hmm. if you want to give any other shout outs also let the audience know where they can find you on yes, instagram like yes. give out your handles and thank all that thank you for remi- thank that you mina because i always forget that shit i get so me too caught i forget things like, all the time if you would like to follow well first of all peace to everybody in the chat yes I've been, I've been, you know, seeing stuff popping up and moving, but, but you know what I'm saying. I've been trying <laughs> to engage. You for me. <laughs> um, peace to everybody in the in the chat. If you want to follow me, Instagram the underscore ism three thousand t h e underscore i z as in zebra m three thousand uh, the underscore ism on Twitter. Um, like I said, um, new single drops on Juneteenth. Um, actually, fuck it. Fuck it, I'm gonna say it here. Well, In honor saying? of Bandcamp, this Friday, Bandcamp is donating their shares to like um black organizations that are like fighting like gun violence and shit. So slicker than your average is actually coming out Friday on Bandcamp. Hey. Um so yeah, there's that and then it'll be on the streaming platforms on Sunday. Shout out to my Evolu Culture family. Shout out to everybody that's that's ever booked me, that's ever done a a collab with me, that's ever interviewed me. Um, my family in 
just everybody all, all all over. Thank and thank all of you for for being here, Bamina. Thank you for giving me space. Thank you. This for means coming. so much to me. Aww. I can't wait to get spicy though. But yeah, that it's it in it. That's everybody's. That's everybody's shit. Like yes. I can't do no shows and not do that song. Okay, love that, love that. All right, so everybody stay tuned in with us. Um, I recommend, like, if you're going to be part of this musical break, definitely put the music up if yeah, you are in your car. Absolutely. And I, like I said, just feel the music. One thing about house music is that it sees no color. Mm-hmm. It's for everybody. Mm-hmm. It is all about diversity, inclusivity. Word. So I would say definitely for this musical break before we jump into our next segment, you know, take the time and to be a part of that with us. So, Word. yeah, Marv, take us there. Hope you enjoy Enjoy family. Damn, son, where'd you find this? You are watching a master at work. Yeah, let me feel it. Yeah, let me feel it. 
All up in your boneses, so newbie in these poses. Give me them accolades and them roses. Come up at the club and get so tall. I'm finna throw up on a Tuesday. I'm trying to go up. I'm too broke, brother. Get your nose up. It's it. It's it. It's it. It's it. In it. Please smoke the sensi Much on your meat, all in your Bentley You'll never find another me, that is clearly Pump up the beat all through the city I wanna go to Brooklyn He from Jamaica, but he be looking Flow Joe want to me, they be booking I wanna stop to it like a bookend Selector, hit the rewind, yeah Ground on a big behind, yeah I'll tell you why I won't do, yeah Stop me and my one two, yeah He gonna roll another blunt too, yeah Come through, I wanna stunt too, yeah I'll tell you why I won't do, yeah Stop me and my one two, yeah It's it It's it It's it In 
Yes, it's Nina Mendoza, little girl, big personality, queen of spice, and we got all the vibes, all the vibes. Yes, we got Islam, he's with us in the spicy hour. Anybody who was listening to the music, I'm curious. I mean, I know I got Amanda's feedback in the check-in. Um, how did y'all like that? How was y'all feeling it? Like, good vibes, good vibes, got you happy? You know, all that? I hope so. I hope so. I was definitely, um, you guys weren't seeing it because we were on the transition screen, yeah. but um, well, we I was, was vibing. I was definitely bopping. Definitely bopping. Yeah. But yes, we are in the spicy hour. We're here. Spice, 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 spice. No bland shit here. But yeah, so, you know, definitely I feel like when it comes to this segment, I like to talk about it all. I feel mm-hmm. like it's very I'm important to talk about topics that make people feel uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. it's about making it comfortable again. Right, absolutely. So definitely um, something to look out for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Also, our phone lines are now actually open, so if anybody wants to join in on this banter, we actually have the phone number in the check-in. So if That's anybody, so Yeah, so if That's it, so sick. All in the moment. So if anybody wants to go ahead and, you know, get opinionated with us, talk shit with us. The number is 862-621-9536. I'm gonna say it again, 862-621-9536. Yes, definitely call in. So, I'm gonna, this first topic that I'm gonna touch upon, um, shout out to, I actually can't say her name, but shout out to my friend because my friend actually brought this to my attention. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's definitely a topic that needs to be talked about. And I feel like mm-hmm. before I spoke about it, like before this moment right here, mm-hmm. I did talk about this to a couple other people because mm-hmm. I was like experimenting, kind of testing it out. Yeah. So I feel like I actually have to go back to that post. And I'm gonna give you guys, you know, a whole like storyline of this because it was pretty interesting. It was definitely interesting how this stuff went about. So I'm like, hold on, hold on. My little grandma ass. I'm I'm over here. I have to look at my saved save posts. I'm not that fast, okay? I'm not that fast. Not right. grandma, y'all. She tried it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not that quick. I'm not that quick. But hey, all right. So yesterday or it was like two days ago, mm-hmm. um, I woke up in the morning and usually, you know, I, I go through social media just to see like what's happening. That's how I usually get my content and just like in general, like see what's trending. That's yeah. just what it is now. Yeah. So I saw this post, and again, everybody that is um, just listening to the conversation understand that we are keeping like neutral is about thinking in a higher perspective and thinking positive. Right. So the post said, PSA for white tattoo artists. Here's what it's like to get tattooed for people of color. Mm. And I want, and there's a reason why I'm talking about it. So this post asked followers what their experiences were when finding tattoo artists to work with or getting tattooed by a white artist. And what they did is they collected responses from like a live response thing Mm -hmm. to explain these like, you know, experiences. So Mm -hmm. of course I'm gonna get curious, I'm the queen of spice. Like I wanna figure out like what's going on. Yeah. And it made me think of that. This is one of the first ones. Haven't been to have been to many white artists, but my tattoos never get posted on their feed. And I had to think about that and I really tested it out. Even um, my girl Amanda tested it out at the bar. We -hmm. went through a couple, because I follow a couple artists. Mm -hmm. And 
barely any people of color on their posts. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not saying that, you know, the person's race. It's nothing about that. It's just it didn't make me feel comfortable, especially a person like, you know, I I feel like I'm a people of color. I'm a minority. I'm a Latina. So to me, it's like it made me feel very uncomfortable how I had to continuously scroll down. Mm -hmm. And this is not to shame anyone, but I feel like we should not be doing this type of stuff anymore and mm-hmm. like that just to hear that response like got a sick tattoo never got posted um another response that came about is um i look on their insta to see how many people of color they have tattooed spoiler is usually not many yep um it's just a lot it got like really like when you think of it and then it's just like it's not i don't know and then i started thinking about it my first response when I thought of this, I was like, it's maybe because they can't see the art more. And mm-hmm. I just noticed that even my statement is enabling mm-hmm. that. Like, I shouldn't even even be enabling that. Like, oh, I feel like as an artist, especially a tattoo artist, a tattoo is inclusive to anyone. Exactly. So I feel like it should be a craft that should be strengthened so that if someone is of darker pigment, we can learn how to use colors so that the tat- so that the tattoo can look clear yeah. and the cameras have flash so. that part like i don't know and there was another one that was like i was disappointed because when my post was posted it was in black and white wow it's just again and i want everybody that's wow. listening like go to your instagram look at the tattoo artists or tattoo parlors that you follow and tell me how many people of color do you see so and don't get me wrong, shout out to the people that do have people of color. Because I do, I don't want to shame right. everybody. There are people who do that, but yeah. I feel like we need to be but doing that more. Many. Exactly. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, that's something that I kind of want to ask my artists from now on. I've mm-hmm. never thought, how. what is your experience with people of color? Mm-hmm. So, Ism, do you never have any time? I never thought about that. Never in my life. I am wow. 32 years old, and I have never thought about asking that question. Never and I feel like we that. should be asking that's that question. I, yeah. That's actually and that's important. something where the artist becomes self-aware of their own experience. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like it's not me shaming anyone. It's about me making a difference. And one mm-hmm. thing about my platform, I'm a Capricorn, so like this is all positive shit. Mm-hmm. It's just for us to be more of an inclusive community, especially because a tattoo is not just for one shade. It's for everybody. Right, right. it's for everybody. All right. And do you have a tattoo? Is a matter. I all? have one in between my shoulder blades. It's um complete in Sanskrit. Okay. And the tattoo artist was white. Uh, but he was also uh, very good, very kind. Yeah. He was very, very patient with me because it's in between my shoulder blades and my first tattoo. Okay. So you already know. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine how that paint is. Yeah. But, but oh, yeah, um, he made it a really, really cool experience. But um, I just think that if you can you know, take my money and tattoo me, you can showcase the work too. Yeah, that part, that part. I don't wanna, I don't really wanna hear, oh, well, we can't really see it, camera's got flash. That's an, that's an enabling statement, and I'm, you know? I, I stopped myself from saying that, because I was like, I have to stop saying that. Like, you can't, I, I feel like that's not right either. And I've had this conversation with a couple people, mm-hmm. and the response I got is like, yo, you're so right, I never thought of that. And then what's the next, action that we do we go through the profiles mm-hmm. and it's like whoa it's just again if you want to make a difference you have to start by talking about it and right. when you talk about it it's a it's a conversation where it's like 
It's about positivity. It's about changing the world. You know, like yeah. I am, I find myself to be a modernized, spicy hippie, and we could be a little better. It's all about kindness in the end of the day, and right. that's for everybody. So again, like I feel like. Anyone that knows a tattoo artist or anything like that, you know, I say like challenge them to post more people of color posts. You know, challenge that bit. Part do of it. it. Just do it. Yeah, it's for the right Just reasons. You know, right. for the right reasons. And I'm glad that I was able to use my platform to speak on this because right. right. it's so powerful. Like we need to talk about it. And it's not a conversation that happens often. So, no, not yeah. at all. I mean, it threw me off. Even like when I was at the bar with Amanda, like I was having this conversation with her too. And she brought up another point. It's not just tattoo artists, it's makeup artists as well. Mm. Like when you look at makeup artists, and that made mm. me think. And I was just like, that is so true. Like when you look at makeup artists on your IG, especially when you're looking through them, yeah, the makeup looks nice, but look at the person, like how many people of color are in those posts? Mm -hmm. Not a lot. And well, that makes I me think because, one, so <laughs> good for you, amazing. It's just, yeah. I look at it like, I want the world to become a point where statements like that could be lessened. It's about right. everybody. Right. And that's who I am. I am for right. the people. Right. I do not I judge that. you, nothing. But when she said the makeup thing, I was like, yo, mommy, you're right. Absolutely. She is right. right. And that shit got me thinking like, damn, like, can you mess with my skin? I'm like, I'm a lot lighter. And it made sense. Like, I remember going to a makeup artist and we don't got to shame anybody, but I remember getting my makeup done and I had a moment where the person was like, ah, we can't mess with that color because of uh, your pigment. And like I was like, whoa! Really... But but I feel like we were at a time where like, again, now in the era that we are, we are very conscious. Yeah. But she said it so loosely. But I didn't even take it serious back then. I was just like, oh, she's an artist. She knows what she's doing. But see, even a statement like that is still enabling. Yeah, like you want to be more accepting. Be like, oh, right. you want this color here? These are shades. Let's. What is the closest one that will make you look more right. like to give you what you want? There, see? Don't just deny it, right. like you know. But right. see, like at right. least try. Exactly. So that's something to think about. Absolutely. What's your opinion about this? Like honestly, um, I'm I'm very particular about like who I like get in that space to do anything with me as it is. Yeah. So. I just I just think that if you're gonna work with any any artist, research on them, deep dive their shit and make sure that Facts. you know, this this person is in alignment with 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 what you your want values. art wise and Yeah, what you want. And like how you feel and your beliefs. Cause ain't no way I'ma give you my bread and my tattoo trash and you trash too no nah. i can't i can't nah. basically love everyone and show everyone off just how you show a person off show Very all true. types of people that's it that's that's my whole statement with this. it's all about you know pushing the positivity word that's that's the p here word all right so let's transition today something that happened today though internet explorer died it died 
It died. That's no, it. For real. That's it. Like, like that's it. That's, that's it. That's it. Yo, rest in peace. So, Internet Explorer was um, created in August of 1995, and it yeah today it was everything. It was our lives. It was it everything. Was, oh man. But now it's um it's done. I feel like now with like Google, Google just took over everything. Google said that, that Google Chrome. Get like, over yo, here. We're use it. Exactly facts. It's like yo, we're Word. gonna everything's gonna be and then. Google Google and then Safari. I feel Safari, like the Apple absolutely. game, yeah. done, done, done. So yeah, like Internet Explorer is Yo, done. Yo, R.I.P., yes. man. Are you kidding? It's done. I mean, that's that's the we generation we live in. I know we did everything on that. And like, and I can speak this with you. I was wow. like, it, we come from an era that I feel like is so is so crazy. Like, I have a six-year-old at home, and some of the things mm-hmm. I talked to him about, like, I was like, you know, because now it's like, we don't do Blu-rays or DVDs now. You just stream it. Mm-hmm. So I actually showed him a VHS tape. He was like, "What the hell?" Like my son's face was just like, "I don't get it." Like, why would you put it? This is a square. Like, I, and then I, I was just like, "Yeah, this is how we did things." And then I showed sure him did. like, um, like with music. How mm-hmm. at one point with music we needed CDs mm-hmm. like in 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 cassette tapes. And- Fact. I mean, in the end of the day, the mixtape, that logo is a logo for a reason. That is how right. your music got passed along, especially with hip hop. Especially that is exactly like, yo, you heard that mixtape? You had to wait till that shit was Word. in your hands or hope that people were copying it over and DJ over. DJ drama. All that. Um, all that. We all came from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like we always have to pay Word. tribute to that. Right. Like, before you, we had Spotify, we had LimeWire. And before we had LimeWire, we had Napster. Like, come on, Yo, man. let's talk about the controversies of Napster. Napster, S- didn't the CEO went to jail because... I think, like... Like, it was because streaming, stealing music wasn't a thing. He created yeah. it. He created it. He was like, he was, I don't know. He was just like, yo, Napster. And then he got in trouble. And he took yeah, the L they, for yeah, everybody. For everybody, but we were still downloading Facts. music. And then you had, like, other ones, like BearShare. Bear Share. Oh! Um, I could go on. I was a music downloading Bay, queen. Pirate Bay, And you had to be careful. When you downloaded the mo- song, you thought you downloaded it, and be like... Eh, ah, ah. like yeah, it, right. What was this? Right. What was this? I just spent... Two, uh, hours two hours waiting for this shit to be done. Right. Oh Yo, people don't know what Yo. we had to go through. Oh my God. Yo, for and a I better, song. I better for hope Ernesto's in the chat because one thing about Ernesto is that he could definitely agree on this. Let, let's look at this chat. Let's look at this chat. Who's active, though? Who's active? All right, so Amanda's like, I just opened Internet Explorer at work, and it still works. Yo, they lied. Wow. I think it's, like, on its last legs. Like, literally. Oh, literally. Ernesto, he's in here. Did you show him the VHS rewinder? We didn't get there. It just, yo, facts, when it snapped, that's how you knew it was ready. Word. Yo, Ernesto just brought it back. Word. Oh, man. I think... Our era, like if you had a childhood in the 90s, that was the last generation that yeah. I feel like. Unfortunately. Before technology that, came and took over. Yeah. Like if you were in that era, we are very blessed. Like we're, blessed. We had the best cartoons, the mm-hmm. best music. All right, what was your favorite cartoon? Um, I was very X-Men, Bobby's World, Freakazoid, Animaniacs, mm-hmm. Gumby. Mm. Um, the Smurfs, obviously, because I'm sure 
what was it? Smurfs? Smurfs, yeah. I heard they were supposed to be green. There was something really? about that, like you, that the TV weird. techno. Maybe that that was just me being gullible. There was something <laughs> about that being green. I don't know. Um, that I heard it somewhere. Crazy. I heard it somewhere. Definitely heard it somewhere. See, if I had to go back, I don't know. Mm, to me, it was like Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, like yeah, I have cable. See, no, wow. y'all had the good shit. Y'all had um. Are you afraid of the dark? I love that shit. Y'all had the good shit, man. We had um. It was like, wh- what do I know? Like, what um, Keenan and Cal. Yo, I grew up on Keenan and Cal. That was like prime time television. That was like the all that. Yo, and all when you that was think about shit. it, all that was almost out of pocket because yo, the thing that was so fired by all that is that they had Missy. Elliot. They had real. Word, remember like they, when they used yeah. to go in the when it yeah. would end? Mm-hmm. Yo, let me know who's active in the check-in. Do y'all remember that? And all that. I remember Missy Elliott from performing. Usher performed and yeah. all that. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, these lyrics. And these kids are just like in the crowd, like. Like like chill it and like I remember seeing it when when I would go to my to my grandmother's house because she was the only person in the family that had cable. Oh, and felt that. Yeah, that was that. that I knew was not when to go to um, people's and, houses when they because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they don't even got TV. Oh, the Double Dare. Oh, <laughs> yes, yo, you brought it back. Woo! Double Dare. Double Dare was everything. Ah. Yo, one thing about Double Dare, they, they had this, like, one, like, I, the thing about Double Dare, I, I love the trivia. I'm a, yo, low-key, I love trivia. Yeah. I'm very big, I'm really good at trivia. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the part when they used to do the obstacle course. Oh, yeah. And it was the gumball machine like where that. you, like, throw yourself and mm-hmm. you go through the slide. Low-key, when I was a child, that was, like, definitely something I want to do. And I still want to do now. Facts. <laughs> I would love to drop on the gumball machine. Facts. That'd be so dope. It would be dope. Oh my god, who we got in the check-in though? Oh, Amanda just said it. I real monsters. That was the oh! shit. That was the shit. Yo, but crazy. Yo, they look crazy. Word. Like the guy that was holding his eyes. Remember, he used to put his eyes in the water. Oh my god. Like yo, well, yo. So how how do you cover them? Like yo, right. so many questions, so many questions. But yes, Amanda, you got me feeling super Word. nostalgia. Yes. Word. Repair, man, man, man. Yo, I'm telling you, all that. Word. All that. Yes. Word. All right. I'm going to transition because, honestly, I could go about this forever. Facts. But let's get into another topic. Mm-hmm. One thing that I'm definitely going to talk about, and shout out to Ernesto um, for sending me the information about this. So if you want to call in, boo, and share this banter, you know, definitely call in. But he put a post, and it was like celebrity terrorism. Mm. And obviously, it was about, all right, you know about Kim Kardashian, how she wore Marilyn Monroe's dress? Yeah, oh, yeah. And and it was a whole unnecessarily big thing about it, yeah. Listen, I'm all about body positivity, but that shit don't fit you, bro. It don't fit you. It's not your size. So before we turn it into a body shaming thing, listen, Mina Mendoza is about positivity. Right. My issue with this is that she took a historic piece. That is a historic piece. She sang that in front of John F. Kennedy on some mistress shit. Happy birthday, Mr. President. In front of his wife. Some G shit. Crazy shit, the yo. The grand thought. Spicy. That's spicy shit, yo. Marilyn was spicy. <laughs> and shout out to her because she's a Gemini and her birthday just passed. But yo, disrespectful. Word. I don't know if you've seen Word. it. Oh, I better hope that's Ernesto. Who we got at the check-in? Hello. Who we got at the it's check-in? Me. <gasps> yes, oh, it's Ernesto. Yo, 
Yeah. You told me to call in. Yes. Yeah, so, so tell me, boo, like, what can you share about us? Share with us about the Marilyn Monroe dress. Okay, so um, as you may or may not know, I'm a huge Marilyn Monroe fan. Um, so when the Met Gala happened, I was convinced it was fake. I was, I was like, no, this isn't the real dress. This is a replica. Like she wore, she wore it once, and she had to get sewn into it the night of um, JFK's birthday party. Wow. wow. So, and she's like going through a real depressed time in her life. Yes. This is her second miscarriage. Um, she like not eating. Like she's tiny. Like she's as tiny as she's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, and like. Her measurements fluctuate, but whatever. She had to get sewn into this dress that was basically made for her. And I was like, there's no way Kim Kardashian is wearing this. Her handcrafted, beautiful body is not getting put into this, no matter how hard she tries. No facts. Um, and then, you know, she was wearing the mink shawl, and I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, it's not clothes. That's the only way, if it's real, the only way she's not, she's in it is that they didn't close that shit. Yo, facts. So, that's why she's wearing that, like, that thing. Yo. Also, Kim is like 5'2". Marilyn's like 5'6". Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I don't know that either. Yeah, so she's like taller mm-hmm. and she's bustier. She's like a 30... She fluctuated, but she on average, she was like a 36, 38 bust. Yes. Um, And then she was like a 24 waist. Yeah. Um, And... And then her butt usually went around from 34, 36 to like 30 when she was really skinny. Ooh, so shout like, out to her nose no with the way. measurements. The word, right? Yeah, so like, I ain't yes, mad. precise. Taught me something. Mm-hmm. I know a lot about Marilyn. I've read a lot about her. So but, what do you, um, yeah, so. on my body. So what but, do you um, think, love, like what she did to that dress? Do you feel like she ruined it? Um, you know what? Dresses, you know, age, fabric ages, things happen. I don't think anything they could have done would have protected it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we got to stop blaming her. We got to blame Ripley's Believe It or Not for letting her do all that BS. Yo, facts. Yo, he's so true Word. about that. Like, who approved this? I mean, you could have said no. Exactly. You could have right. said like, no. Just tell her no. Yo, facts. Like, no, You'll be more famous for guys. telling her no. Exactly. Damn. Yeah, and then people online are all blaming her. I'm like, no, you gotta, you know, it's like when a little kid does something bad, like, you gotta look at their parents. Like, no, who, facts. You know, who's right, raising facts. them? Like, who's letting yes. them do this? Facts. Yes, yes. Oh my God. Okay, so you're saying it's Ripley's Believe It or Not's fault, not Kim K's fault. Right. Okay. I agree. I agree with um, that too. I agree. I agree with that too, because people are gonna they- be. Somebody's gotta be the fall guy. Yeah, someone's gotta so be the horn And so it had to be Kim. But, but like Ernesto said, Ripley's. Facts. Take that L. Facts. You ruined that fucking dress. You ruined that fucking dress. You ruined that fucking dress. It was a fire dress, too. Yes, my love. And thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for sharing that information for us. Especially since you're like Marilyn Monroe's, like, you know, you're you're her fan. And um, just thank you again. I miss you so much, Ernesto. I love you. And yeah, I love you, too. Thank you so much for supporting me. Thank you. Of course. It was yes. a fun, it's been a fun show. I will. I can't wait to get back to watching it. Mm, love you, boo. Yes. Love him. I love him. I actually had him 
as a guest on my show. A word. Yeah, he's actually a yoga instructor. Um, oh, definitely check him out. Um, Yogi Ernesto is mm-hmm. his name on Instagram. Okay. But he's a yoga instructor. I don't know, um, Ernesto, if you want to put where you do your yoga classes. Yeah, put it in the in the in the, in the chat. Boo. It's yeah. all about positivity. We active. Yeah, and we networking active. and all of that. That part. Use that. Cha- yeah. Use that chat room to network each other. I'm. All, I approve. Of Mina Mendoza approves. All right. Mina Mendoza. You heard approves. it right here. That part. So yeah, he proved a really good point, Ripley's. A I blame Ripley's too. A great it's point. It's their point. It's their fault. Like we a gotta stop point. always come. Yo, Kim always just. Yo, everybody just always wants to come at her. What was the last thing where she was just like, I think everybody just needs to work. Oh, th- but with that, that was taken out of context. Paso, like that was taken out of context. One and two, it was the way she said it. It, it was. It was. People can receive things if you say them a certain type of way and not like try to make it seem like, oh, I'm being a lazy bitch. Like, mm-hmm. that's not the case. And like, Kim, you should know that. Yeah. Because you know why we know you, girl. And I it's mean, not yeah. because you are fucking. Don't get me started. I mean, people clap back. So, what's crazy is that when, I don't know if anybody knows, but when Kim K made that statement, <laughs> you know, the cleaning ladies came after Listen. her with a viral post, which you guys can still oh! find. And basically what happened is that Kim K didn't pay these cleaning people (laughs) and they had a bill of like $20,000 and it has yet to be paid to them. And when they tried to reach out to her, they said it was the cleaning business fault. But I'm like, girl, you got money though. You got money. You can end this person's misery by just taking care of it. And how about the cleaning business owes you that money now? That's what what I would have done. But hey, I'm not Kim K, but it's just something to think about. That's something to think about. But anyways, mm. rest in peace to that dress because it's not coming back. I mean, it's just like, yo, that is like, it's not coming back. Like, it's not. It's, it's not, like, though. Like, yeah. It's like me it's, yeah. making my hands stung out of bees and be like, I want to put on Michael Jackson's glove yeah, and wear it, like, the whole happen. time. Like, you can't do that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. I mean, one thing we're going to do, we're going to keep going with these spicy topics. I'm curious. Is, um, have you ever mm. seen Squid Games? I have seen Squid Games. Yo. Le- a episode. I didn't go through the whole season. After that one, I was good. I was good. Well, you know what it's about. It's mm-hmm. intense. Everybody's basically competing for their lives. Like yeah. Squid Games was not for the week. Not at all. Was not for the week. Not at all. And the reason why I'm talking about it is because Squid Games right now, like, they're filming the season two. Mm-hmm. And the way they want to film this, they'll want, they want real competitors. And there's people that are signing up for it. Yo, one thing about Squid Games, yo, that shit was real. That shit... I, I don't want to spoil it for you because you never seen it. Oh, I'm not going to watch it, but oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. it was just mm-mm, intense. Mm-mm. Like, I not feel... that. That one episode I saw was enough for me. Like, I was like, I mean, you know did what? you I'm see? Good. All right, so that episode, did you see? Was it the one where, like, the girl was just like, green, red light, green light? Yeah. Oh, God. See, that. They, yo, what's crazy is my son will keep trying that. to play that game with me. I'm like, listen. Yeah, no. It was so serious that his school was like, why do the kids know about Squid Games? Wow. Yeah, it was crazy, yo. Squid Games is crazy, but that's what they're doing. They they're want real life, real, co- real life. I guess like I'm not so sure what they want to do with that. But is I a know... bag attached to it? Uh, of course. Okay. It has to be. Okay, I mean, because... I don't know exactly what it is, like what it entails, mm-hmm. but that's just crazy. I know that they're looking for real life Squid Game reality TV series. And um, all right, we'll take this call real quick, just because I do want to talk about these topics. Who we got in the check in right now? 
Come on, now you already know who it is. Uh, it's Vegan One. Got You're... Vegan One in the building. Yo, how you liking the yeah. show, though? I'm digging it. I like to talk about the Squid Games, the yes. house music. How you doing, Mr. Ism, Mr. Grandfather Clock? What type of thing? <laughs> <Grandfather Clark. laughs> Yo, I'm dead. He came for you. Yo, peace, man. Peace, peace. He came peace. for you. Yeah, peace, man. Of course. Peace, peace. What type peace, of sandwiches you like to eat? You know what I'm saying? When you listen to the house music. <laughs> uh, turkey and salami with mustard cheese. Mm. Everything going to extra vinegar. He's specific. Very. Okay. I don't play. Yeah, I, don't, I don't play by my subs. Now here's a real question: toasted or regular? Regular. I don't do that toasted stuff. Not toasted. Mm-mm. What's wrong with toasty bread? I just I like that soft bread. I like to feel that softness and the feeling melt in my mouth with the with the vinegar and the. the Yes. Yes. That really <laughs> described it really <laughs> well. So, so you like the sexy sandwich? Sexy sandwiches. <laughs> I do a little bit. Yo, back to back with the sexy sandwiches, though. Last guess, it was a sexy sandwich, It was the too. way you described Where, it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's my go-to. Okay. Everywhere. Subway. Everywhere. That's... Ooh, the Subway. Poppy, the, the bodegas, they get it yeah, right. Yeah, the bodega sandwiches are the best. The Subway. Best. Like, they they give you meat, and they, like, care about the helpings of the meat and the... Wait, you're saying Subway? No, I'm the bodegas. Say, what? No. I was like, wait a second. Hell what Subway no. do you go Cheap to? Cheap ass Subway? Hell no. Yo, so I got a question for you from Vegan Wine and Ism. Mm-hmm. Blimpies or Subway? And everybody in the check-in too. Blimpies, Blimpies. or Subway? Blimpies all day. Blimpies. Blimpies. Everybody in the check-in. Who we got? Word. I'll wait for that thing to move. But I say Blimpies too. Blimpies, hell yeah. And why Blimpies? Why Blimpies? To be they honest, they care about your sandwich. Yo, facts. facts. They give you real bread. Facts. They give you real bread. Yo, anybody who goes to Subway, y'all know what I'm talking about. When y'all get the sandwich and the butt they of the eat, bread, it's eat, like mad they big they for no reason. Were, yeah. Yeah, if you eat from Subway, you know, no disrespect to Subway, you know, in case y'all want to hit the endorsement. You Word. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> out here, but if you eating bunk bed bread food. Like, you eating yeah. bunk bed bread. Word. That should tell Bunk bed bread. Bunk bed Yo, what was that guy that lost all that weight from eating Subway? Oh, Jared. Jared. Who ended up being like a sex offender. Oh, facts. Never mind. Yeah. Just kidding. We're canceling him. Yeah, yeah, he's done. Yes. Yeah, All right. Vegan wine and the. I got a spicy. I got a spicy question for you. Let's go. You ready to get spicy? Nothing bland. Awesome. Ew. So what happens when you dancing with somebody in the club and you feel that boner hitting you? you <laughs> dancing real close. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah, you know what's crazy? I didn't know that that song was about that. Yes. Isn't gonna be playing the music and you feel a boner hit you, you feel a vegan wine. What you gonna do? You gonna leave social distance. Yo, but that is what you doing? <laughs> you back it up or you are you are you going with it? Who me? Yeah, you Oh no, I'm a nasty bitch. I'm with all this shit. Oh me? Oh, I back up. I back up. You back up or not? I back up. I back up because respectfully, this is me in the club. True. I either dance by myself, dance with my girls, and I love dancing with someone who's gay. I'm going to just be real because, yo, people, I listen, I love, I love everyone. 
But I feel like sometimes guys in the club are too aggressive. And my thing is like, yo, I don't even want you to sweat on me and grind on me. Just dance in front of me. Bust them. See, I'll put you on the spot. I'll be like, yo, bust a move. I'll grind. You know, I'll do something cute. You know, grind a little bit. But I'm not that type of girl. Like, I'm that type of girl that I actually like to move. Like, and that's how I feel. Like, I'm like, yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I've been to basement parties back in the day. Yeah, so. I know how to to shake my ass. It's just, mm, I'm just... I'm above that. Like, it's yeah. just like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want my back to sweat yet. The word yet. No! I, respect, I respect that. You know what? I don't want nobody putting you in the walls of Jericho while you're uh, Walls of Jericho, yo. I'm dead. And you know what it is? I'm tired of guys just standing there while the girl grinds on them. It's so like... That's that's corny and lazy. Yo, facts. It's like, yo, fucking move. Do something. Stop being a, stop being a wallflower. Oh, 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 that, that. Yo, facts, this it's one. That's the infamous move where you put it's, your it's hands up. because they don't want to mess up their Jordans. Then you shouldn't be here. Like, you know. Like, That's why you wear your shell toes that are old. That that part. That's also one thing, vegan wine. If you've never been to a house event, that's another reason. You wear your, you look good, but you are, you got to wear something that you know that you're going to be comfortable because you're going to mm-hmm. dance a long time, you're going to sweat, and people might step on your feet. Right, right. So, Oh, that's that's why I wear steel toe boots. <laughs> He's like, I'm hurting you. The word, right? I'm hurting you. The word, I'm hurting you. <laughs> He's like, get away from me. Yeah. But yes, vegan white, thank you for calling. Yes, good night. I'm so sorry I was running up your time. No, nice I love night. you for that. You are the special guest every single time. We love you. Next time you're going to tell me what type of sandwich you like, but I'm going to let you go. Yes, I'm sorry, boo. But you already know the sandwich I like. Yeah, I know. I know it well. <laughs> Good night. Bye, vegan. I love you. Love you. Uh, I love him. I love him. He's such a great, you know, still don't know who he is. Fucking hilarious. But you know what? He's here with us. He's always with us. Super supportive. And I love you for that. I love you, vegan wine. We all love vegan wine. Yo, he didn't even shout out Amanda. I know Amanda's feeling some type of way in that check-in. He always shouts out Amanda. But anyways, let's keep going. Let's keep transitioning. So, another thing that I do want to talk about, we talked about Internet Explorer, we Mm -hmm. talked about um, tattooing, Mm -hmm. Marilyn Monroe's dress, Squid Mm -hmm. Games. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about this. What is the worst job you ever had and why? The worst job I ever had. Yeah. Um, Like, why was it the worst job? uh, It was one of those marketing jobs where they have you outside of like in AutoZone selling fucking like turtle wax and shit. Like it was horrible and nobody bought anything from me. So I just quit. It was AutoZone? We were outside of an AutoZone selling like turtle wax, um, tire cleaner and all that type of stuff. But nobody bought anything. So it was like, you know what? I'm not, first of all, I was out here from like 10 o'clock in the morning to like 5 o'clock in the afternoon I'm hungry I got no money I'm sweating now I'm, <laughs> I'm good. good he was like this is too much for I'm life good. Right now. this is too much for not, life not, not even fast food was worse than that I'm dead I mean, I've never worked in a fast food restaurant. I don't know why. I just feel like mm-hmm. no disrespect to anyone that does because in the end of the day, it's a hustle and Word. I respect anybody that and enjoys it. it's a check. Work. A legal check. Facts. At that. And um... Yeah, I just, I don't think I could do that. Um, I think I love my skin. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like if I were to work in a fast food place, like I don't, I, that oil, I, I don't mm-hmm. like to, I, you know, even like me, I the most I've ever done in food service is maybe be a server bartender, but I mm-hmm. don't like, I like to cook, but just too much of that oil and heat, I, yeah. I would never do that. That's like an uncomfortable environment for me. Yeah. So to me, I don't think I, I would that. do that. And then being about fried food all the time, like I can eat fried food once in a while, but after a while, like I'd be on my healthy shit too much. Yeah. So I feel like where I work, I actually have to like it. But we've all had our bad jobs before. You know, we yeah. have to learn from it. We have to learn what Absolutely. we don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to think about that for myself, like what is the worst job I've ever had? Hmm. I take a pride in my work. So I feel like even when I learned not to like I it, that. I found ways to like it, like add magic to it, like I make it my that. own. Word. Yeah, because, you know, like... How you say it's a check and I don't want to fail right away. Let me at least try. Right. So let me think. What's a job that I feel like I had to leave? Damn, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like every job I did really put my best forward. Oh, I'll tell you what job. Um, And it wasn't bad. I just felt Mm. like it was crazy. Like we all quit on her. So it was, but it wasn't done on purpose. And I don't know if I talked about this, but if I did, I do apologize, but I'm gonna share it again. So there was one time I worked for a sneaker store and this Mm -hmm. was back when I was 18. I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you're graduating that senior year, there's a lot of life events happening. Mm -hmm. You know, it's graduation. You have senior prom, Mm -hmm. you have senior pictures. It's just Mm -hmm. that year is very eventful. I feel like your senior year, you're not really learning it's just events event after event after event after Mm -hmm. event so excuse me um you know my high school decided to pair everything together Mm -hmm. and i had let her known that in advance i was like hey I have my graduation. A week before my graduation was my senior prom. Mm -hmm. I was going down the shore. I already had it booked. Everything. She's just like, hey, do you think after do you think you could come to work after your senior prom? And I was like, nah, no. I can't. Like, I, I already booked that. Like, that's for Pass me. Way. So I was like, I told her no. She's like, okay, well, when do you think you can come in? I'm like, I'm not going to be available for two weeks. That That's it. And she was like, oh, we can't do Like, she gave me this whole bunch of bullshit. And literally, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? We're going to call her Linda. I was like, you know what, Linda? I feel like I'm not really appreciated here. And it seems to me that I'm not the right candidate for you. And maybe you should just find someone suitable for the availability that you need. Because right now, I don't think I fit into that box. And I don't want to either. And that's how you respectfully say, fuck yeah. you, bitch. Yeah, facts. And then I never hit her up. And I don't know if I started a movement. Because I quit. And then I got a text message an hour later. She's like, I just walked out. Oh, shit. And then the <laughs> next day, my other girl Yo. quit. I cannot... That's I horrible. cannot lie to you. And then it you know That's the shit horrible. hit the fan when two weeks later mm-hmm. she hit me up apologizing, asking oh, me to yeah. come back. Oh hell yeah. And I told her, I was like, you know what, Linda? Like, no, I feel like we burned the bridge already. Yes, yeah, it's, it's done. Like I it's can't done. go back. I can't go back after that. I can't. I can't. Nah. So that I could definitely say, um, wasn't the worst job, but I feel like it was one of the most awkward moments I had. But I was pretty proud of myself for leaving. I was like, yeah, no, these are like life memories, and I'm not yeah, about to. And I'm not trying to that. be at work while everybody's having fun. Like, nah, no. it's just like I can't get that back. So it's, it's like, right, nah, I can work right. any other day for you, but these two weeks I need it for myself. Right. But 
there was a reason why I brought this up. So I always remember this story. So this is a crazy ass story. It happened like maybe seven months ago. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with fast food. I just thought okay. my process like left. But there was a Taco Bell. I forgot in what state, but it really did happen. And you guys can search this up on Google. Mm-hmm. So seven months ago, <laughs> these co-workers lit up. I don't know who thought it was a great idea because the manager was in on it. Mm-hmm. They went on TikTok or whatever because it went viral. Mm-hmm. And someone decided to light a fire in the bathroom <laughs> and they started filming it. Like, yo, look at the fire in the bathroom. But now their dumbasses oh don't God. realize that you now set up the fire alarm. So the fire alarm goes right. off. The dumbasses ran out because that's what you're supposed to do, like whatever. And they locked the door behind them. So they burned down the Taco Bell. (laughs) But it's like, yo, that's crazy. I'm going to Google that because I'm going to I swear I'm not making this up. It's like they filmed the fire in the bathroom, forgot, I guess, no common sense. And they're like, oh, man, now we got to go outside because the the sound or whatever. And they were like, oh, shit, we just locked the door. We can't get inside. And, yo, the whole Taco Bell just went on fire. Oh, my God. Yo, that manager, I think they got sued for, yeah, they got sued. They had to go to court. Now, I don't know what's happening. I can give you guys. This moment yeah. that he knew he fucked up. Oh, D. They had um, <laughs> charges of arson. I think it's arson when it's arson is with fire, right? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely the oh, managers getting charged time. for that. The fact time. that it was filmed and went viral, that's the evidence. Yeah. Dumbass. Um, freaking, yo, that shit was crazy. So I gotta find that because I'm gonna see figure that. out what happened to them. I wanna see if they went to jail or not, but it's like, yo, that is. Oh, no, so they're going dumb. to jail. Arson, they're going to jail. What? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Lit up a whole Taco Bell on fire, though. And watched some... it burn to the ground. I mean, they wow. had no choice. They wow. fucked up. You imagine? They fucked up. They fucked up. You're not getting your unemployment. Yo, facts. <laughs> facts. Sorry, bro. Facts. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. So, I wanted to talk about it because I never got to talk about it with somebody in the show. I learned that you watched Pose. Mm-hmm. I love First Pose. And so, yo, facts. And, yo, it's that's... The reason I bring this up because Pose has to do with the house music community so right. much. And um, someone who never watched it, please watch this because there's so much history. So much. In Pose. So the much. The way second season opened, mm. I was not ready. I wasn't yeah. ready. That was hard. Yeah. I mean, it, we lost a lot of good people. A lot of people. But Pose was definitely what I loved about it is that especially with the LGBTQ community, I love that it was a safe place for people to be who they are. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, these ballrooms, when they had those dances and all that, like, it wasn't okay for you to be out in public like that. So the fact that you had a place, like, yeah. it's not that it wasn't okay. It's just, unfortunately, that was it a wasn't generation. safe. Yeah, like, you'll get targeted. That's the main like, word, safe. Like, they will beat, like, the, they will they beat will, you up. Yeah. And that's a real thing. And, like, I, you know... I'm such a like pro LGBTQ and hey, it's Pride Month and we it gotta is, talk it about month. it. Word. It is Pride Month and it's like that's so deep. Like you know, mm-hmm. imagine what that person goes through. Like remember, remember Whitney Houston made what's his face made him. Uh, what was the dancer? Oh, why am I forgetting names? Like just made him feel safe. Like um, I want to dance with somebody. Like, you know, that music, like, in that season and how it made that person feel. You know what oh, I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, the name ah, escapes we'll me. We'll go back to that, but yeah. still, like, 
the houses, like House of Abundance, mm-hmm. House of that. Like, that was a thing. And Shout out to the House of Evangelista. That part. That part. Which actually was a real house. Evangelista, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure if it was Abundance or uh, or this one I because they went through their phases. I think so, yeah. And Ty- was it Tyrell? Tyrell, I'm not sure, but some of those characters were really real. And another thing that I love about Pose is that they promoted more about, you know, what was going on. AIDS was a big thing. Yeah. AIDS was a very big thing. And mm-hmm. again, like to see all the shittiness that was happening outside that world. But the minute you walked into that door and heard that music. It was a wrap. Gone. Music really, truly is the answer. And I feel like that 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 just resonated with me completely. Like having a house like and people that had never watched this, if you hear the word house, like even the history of it, like, do you know why they call it house music? Well, well, yeah, because there were the music was created like in people's like basements and their houses and shit, and then they would take this music and play it at the warehouses, yep. and therefore it became house music. Yep, and that's how that word got created. And it was exactly house music what you was said. very, very, very like this with ballroom culture. Oh. Completely. So, like, there, like you, you, there was no one without the other. Mm-mm, absolutely not. That I feel like disco was a major. Hell I love yeah. disco. Let me tell you Lo- something. Disco is house. Le- disco Thank was a you. pre-house. I Thank love you. disco. I Thank you. love disco. Don't sleep on disco. No. I'm telling if you. If I could go back to, I would love to be in Studio Fifty Four in the seventies, girl. <sighs> stop. Choose yeah. me. Choose Cho- me. Because that's choose how they us. chose the facts. Choose us. Because that's how they chose people to get into. The the club if you mm-hmm. remember i forgot what his name was steve steve rubin steve rubin was one of the owners of studio 54 he mm-hmm. would go outside and be like you're cool you could come in you could come you're in cute. you could you come, come in, in. facts yeah. it was so this club was so iconic in new york that during that process of picking this he was like i'll pick you if you strip naked it was five degrees outside and they she would strip naked. butt-ass naked. And she went to the hospital to for hypothermia. That's actually a real fact. Look that up. That really did happen. That's how powerful this club was. And the thing about Studio 54, yo, oh, hell. And not even hell. Listen, they were serving up sugar booger on platters. If you went to Studio All 54 and you actually got to hang out in the basement, listen, everybody was definitely doing somebody. And it was a very hush-hush. And you know what? The key thing about that club that was chef's kiss he had a personal photographer no club was doing that Mm -hmm. and steve rubin hired this personal photographer to create this hypeness Mm -hmm. no one else was doing that Mm -hmm. and those pictures when you see them to this day you got michael jackson you got whitney houston that part you got Mm -hmm. people showing up in a horse elton john Mm -hmm. who i'm gonna see in july shout out to him i love elton john i love elton john and it's just like this place this iconic place and what i loved about it is that celebrities and people mingled mm-hmm. and it wasn't a big deal it mm-hmm. wasn't like the celebrity came there with security uh-uh. no, they came there with like they peoples their and peoples. they was like chilling that's where you could actually like bump into michael jackson yeah. facts like mm-hmm. you that's it that's it you went there that night it was done and unfortunately um it got busted i recommend anybody to look up the history with that club i feel like that club was gonna break shit he there just, was a documentary that came out maybe like a couple of years ago highly recommended yeah anything highly. with studio 54 definitely check it out is a yeah. reason why that shit was just you cannot 
replicate that. They were all. hiding money in the ceiling. Yes, they were making so much money. They were making so much fucking money. So much crazy. money. And it's just crazy. Mm. I think he just got too loose with it. Remember, yeah. when he started serving up that sugar burger in clubs, it, that's it, when the it, cops came yeah. in and were like, what are you doing? Yeah. What is going on here? Yeah. You know? I'm pretty sure they were high too. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Because they were like, yo, can we enjoy it for a couple nights before we bust on them? <laughs> right. Yo, <laughs> Because I'm like, that was Word. the place to be. The, the, the place where if you got in there, like people... Treated you differently because you could get into Studio 54. Mm. Yes. And one thing about um, Mina Mendoza, I love club culture. That mm-hmm. was, I feel like, the seventies era, um, yeah, because that yeah. was they were only open for two, three years. I feel like after that area, uh, um, if we really want to talk about with house music, we gotta talk about the clubs that definitely opened doors, like Palladium. And we're talking Zanzibar, about Limelight, and, all and that. Limelight. Limelight was the big one, Have and I'm you trying ever to been search there, the church. No, yeah. I was too young for that. I went like a but couple I know of the years history. before they they shut it down. Yeah, and I felt so bad mm-hmm. shaking my ass on the dance floor in this beautiful Ugh. old Roman Catholic church. But yes. the sound system was amazing. Stupid. So anybody that doesn't know Ooh. it, Limelight, what made it so famous, and I just got the name. So Peter Gation, and I'm gonna do Peter a little hasten. Peter Gation, what made him so famous yep. is he had an eye patch. Mm-hmm. And he'll be the guy behind the scenes with the eye patch. He owned four clubs. He mm-hmm. owned the tunnel. And anybody that knows about the tunnel, that was historic. And that was something different. You know who performed the tunnel? Notorious B.I.G. He performed the tunnel. A lot of hip-hop artists, house artists. Right. Um, that's how you know it's beautiful in there. The tunnel, Palladium, Limelight, and I forgot what was the other one he had. He was making so much money that each night he was making $320,000. Now, the government cracked down on that, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, he got, um, what is it that when you, ex- not expunged, but like, when you're not allowed in the country no more, not expelled, it's something X something, expedited, I'm Thank like, yo, you. it's X something, but he got expedited, and he he can't come to the United States, but he has a lot of money, and yeah, if you look at Peter Gation, he was that cool guy with the eye patch, and one thing about that culture, if you know it, like club kids, mm-hmm. club kids who came out of that um, culture, like who's a famous club kid that I feel like, um, what's his face? Michael Alec, Michael uh, Alec, James St. James. But he was like, no, the culture club, culture club, the Boy singer. George. Boy George. Boy yeah. George is a famous club kid. Look up club kid culture. Yo, Mina Mendoza knows her shit, bro. And also, while you look up club culture and club kids, if you want to watch a movie, it's called Party, Party Monster, Monster with Macaulay Culkin it's and Seth Green. Seth Green. Oh, with, just watch it mm-hmm. but no that's a true story yeah and it. I think Poor Michael Angel. just got out of jail actually yeah I mean there's a lot of stuff going on and um, Peter Gation is still alive he's in Canada he can't come to the United States unfortunately but um, the money they made was crazy yo facts he had he had shit on lockdown on lockdown on lockdown and mm. If I could go back to that era, I would. Because, like, oh, my God. I would love to even, like, be a part of, like, um, Disco 2000, like, those theme nights. that I know about the it so much. The concept alone for Disco 2000 was brilliant. Yes. Like, I think that Michael had really, really brilliant ideas about bringing club culture and the weirdos together. Yes, that's but where you were allowed to let your freak flag You could fly. wear whatever the fuck you wanted to wear. Mm. If you wanted to come in the club with a fucking crop top, a big ass belly and platforms, you got space on the dance floor, Facts. I promise you. 
Facts. Now, not Ooh. so much. Anessa put one round right there. Amanda Laporte, who I actually met. Amanda, yeah. Met. Yo, beautiful like lgbtq star Icon. like yo i used to work at Leban. it's a french club in the city mm-hmm. that's where she constantly frequents anybody who doesn't know amanda lapore look her up and you'll be like i know who she is right i know who right. she is so it's wild everybody yo we got sid in the building yo shout out to my club person shout out to sid sid's been in the dance floor yo how many times i can't tell you that feeling when you hit that dance floor and you see someone you know i will not see Sid for like six years and we will lock eyes and be like yo and then end up chilling for four hours like (laughs) yo I'm telling you go to a house party if Minnie Mendoza invites you to go to a house party go go. because she knows her shit life changing shit life changing shit ugh I could talk about this forever. All, all, all Yo, night. Sid, let me know. What is your favorite house club? Because a lot of them shut down because of the pandemic. We lost a lot of them. Output was definitely one of them. What's your favorite? Oh, Output. There you go. Yes, I love Output. And um, Mirage. Um, how do you feel about Quantum? Definitely check out. Ooh, sorry. Quantum. That's another place to check out. It's, it's in Brooklyn. Open. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely okay. still open. It's still alive, guys. We got to keep it alive. It's Word. like a ugh, dark secret. Word. And said, thank you so much for jumping in. I really appreciate this. is his first time in the check-in. And, like, we go back. We go back, back, back. And I'm I'm happy that you're here. But listen, we are one minute away from the show about to be over. The Ism. Oh, I just wanted to say thank you. Just, of course. Like, this is dope. This is really, really dope. Um, so, so proud of how you've evolved. So proud to have been able to share space with you. Like, it was, it was, it was an honor for real. Like, thank you. Thank you. For real, thank you. And everybody, shout out to The Ism. Check him out. (laughs) Newark Native. A lot of events coming through. Um, Give out your Instagram handle one more time, love, so they can see where they can find you. The underscore ism 3000. That is T-H-E underscore I-Z as in zebra, M as in Mary, 3000. That part, that part. And just some quick closing um, before I go, because I actually, I have some events too that are going to happen. So, Bravery Studios is actually going to have a karaoke night, and it's going to be hosted by me. This is the first time I hosted an event, so everybody, if y'all really support me, if y'all really fuck with the Queen of Spice, if y'all really for it, yo, show up. Show up. Yes, it's um July 9th at 7 p.m. It's a $10 entry. It's also BYOB. If you're going to do the BYOB, it's an extra $5. But you get to drink in peace and chill. Um, we actually are looking for vendors. Um, the vendor fee to like you be are, in the... Yeah, right, cool. so if you, anybody knows any vendors, remember, this is a beautiful networking space. That is what Mina Mendoza is about. I'm about helping the other person. We are looking for vendors. It's just a $50 fee. And it's at the studio itself, 70 Outwater Lane, Garfield, New Jersey. It's going to be hosted by the um, Queen of Spice. We also have performances happening. We have performances from Miss Jones herself. We got GM. And then we got the great Will White. Yes! The energy! I can't wait I to mean, host If you want me thing. to get down on it, I'll get down on it. Oh, I feel like, the, I mean, we're going to, um, I'm definitely going to talk to Marv later on. Or um, or the next one you have, I'll be down to perform. I mean, that's the whole point. We're trying to, I want to, listen, me and Marv, we got to talk this. This has got to happen. 
So, yes, all the vibes. Everybody remember that date. July it, 9th. July 9th at 7 p.m. Remember. Um, Mar, where could they get the tickets? Is it at the door? At the door. So remember, it's only a $10 entry, $5 BYOB. Your girl's going to host it. We got performances. And it's a karaoke night. Like, who doesn't like karaoke? You can sing your heart out to any song. I and know I'm going to sing a song. And first of all, if you're going to come to uh, to karaoke, it's okay if you can't sing. Yo, facts. I can't sing, but I'm going to sing. But we're going to kill this shit. Yo, facts. Okay? Facts. I'm gonna sing it all, everything. I'm definitely gonna get. I'm Wrong gonna make to everything. sure that I give myself to you guys. Word. I'm gonna give you guys the best because you guys deserve nothing but the best. So yeah, we got a karaoke night and um, that's it. So thank you, the ism. Thank, thank you so you. much. Also, everybody that is in the check in, don't forget to yeah. like, share, and subscribe the YouTube channel. Word. Let's get this shit popping. And um, that's it. It's Mina Mendoza, little girl, big personality, queen of motherfucking spice. Motherfucking spice, ho. We out. Peace, family. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Brother, man, five, four.